I just wanted to introduce the uh, APD's newest member. This is Harlow, uh, newest comfort dog. He's okay, this is the old, case, season two, episode five. We are back after a uh, break for the holiday. I think the rest of this season, going forward, at least this episode, the next couple, will sound probably a little more like the mailbag one. It's a little more conversational. I don't want it to be as scripted. I want it to sound a little, I don't know if urgent's the right word, but a little faster. So that's what you're going to hear for the rest of the season. Next season, I don't know. The one after that, I don't know. Um, and yes, if you follow us on social media platforms, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or TikTok now that we're on or whatever, uh, you'll see that we're also delving into other cases. And that's going to be part of what we're doing, I think, going forward as well. I want to do more and more of this. I enjoy it. I think we're good at it. And, and we're getting good feedback. So that'll be continuing as well. But back to this episode here, the, the, the audio you just heard is from a uh, June 13th, 2022 selectman meeting in the town of Abington, Massachusetts. That's Police Chief David Del Papa. The police dog is Harlow. And uh, the officer, the school resource officer in Abington is Joshua Heal, who is in charge of that. Uh, dog and Heal comes into this story, and this is how. He is, again, associated with Sandra Birchmore. So Brian Holmes, who did the internal investigation in Stoughton, about page 20, 21, 22, Heal enters. Now, we don't know this because it's redacted. Mostly, we'll get to one that's not later on. But he, they interview Heal. We'll give you a Heal backstory first, okay? He's in Canton first, which is a neighboring town. We know that. That's where uh, Sandra's apartment is, right in that Canton-Stoughton border. He then is hired as an animal control officer in Stoughton in 2015. Left Stoughton in 2020. Goes in the police academy. Older in his late 30s, enters the police academy. Is hired by Abington then in August 2020 as a school resource officer and comfort dog handler at the Abington Police Department. So we jump forward all the way to December 7th, 2021. Brian Holmes, a Stoughton deputy chief, again, who's in charge of this internal investigation, talks to Del Papa, tells him there's a material witness in his department who was uh, in this ongoing investigation into Sanders' death that he could not get in the specifics. Let me read from this. Holmes advised, now this is redacted here, but we now know the, the, the people involved. He tells him that there's, again, that there's, a, that there's a, somebody in his department who is going to be called as a witness or a material witness, I think is the phrase he uses in the case. So Del Papa asks Holmes if Heal should be placed on administrative leave. And Holmes tells him in his opinion at this point in early December, December 7th, no, he should not do that. He tells him that if during the course of investigation, he was turned to a witness to a subject friend of reason in the form of the change in the scope and inquired about knowing in the future, broader scope of this investigation, meaning I guess that if things change and they find out things they didn't know on December 7th, that they'll let Del Papa know that and then Del Papa will be able to make a call. So this is again about Heal. They then speak a couple weeks later with Heal in Randolph, the police training center nearby Randolph, Massachusetts. Doesn't last long. Uh, Heal stops the interview, wants his own lawyer. I think we're told, Dave, Dave Callum, my producer, will be talking a little bit here as well. We were told by somebody who wanted to remain anonymous that Heal believed that he was going to have union representation. But since he was in Stoughton at the time, not actually a police officer while he was in Stoughton, that wasn't until he was in Abington, remember, that that representation was not available to him. Am I articulating that correctly? That is correct. Okay. So he leaves that interview. During the interview, by the way, he says he's friendly with the Farwells uh, and Divine. Remember, they were all in Stoughton together. But says it's not a close friendship. Then he gets into some stuff with Sandra. We were told that during the course of this interview, now remember... Heal is the animal control officer in Stoughton at the time. 
and Sandra would be, and I, I, I'm, I'm imagining that he knew Sandra since, say, 2015. She was always around. She was around the Stoughton Police Department. That puts Sandra at 17, 18 years old at the time. So he knew Sandra well, fairly well. We'll get to that later on. So after that interview, and I'm, I'm just going to go backwards, forwards here to go backward. After the interview, Holmes has a couple of things that are, seem unusual to me at the time when I first read it. Now makes sense. So on Wednesday, December 22nd, that's the day after the first interview with Heal, Holmes requested all available pet adoption files that had previously stored at the Stoughton Animal Control Center. It's redacted for a sentence or so. Then Holmes says he attempted to locate adoption papers where Sandra Birchmore adopted a cat from the shelter two or three years ago. So that's either, you know, say 18 or, or 19. He conducted a complete review of the files that were given to him. No such documents were located. The files were returned to the animal control center. Something else Holmes does is he makes contact with a Kenneth Hefferman of the Crime Scene Services Division. He requests a forensic analysis of a couch that is located in the, and this is now redacted, Dave, we are almost sure, almost 100% sure that they're talking about in that animal control center. Correct. Yeah. He received authorization to assist with the investigation of the chain of command. We arranged for the unit to respond on Friday, January 14, 2022. The um, uh, Italian who was part of the investigation was also authorized to participate. On, on that 14th, they met with the uh, detective lieutenant, a forensic technician. That is then, I don't know, four or five sentences of redaction after that. Yep. So this is what we know from what we've been told by people, obviously, as, as always anonymously, but people who would know, people in Abington, people involved peripherally in the investigation, and just people who know Josh Heal. And Sandra Birchmore, too, to be clear. Josh Heal traded a cat... Now, remember, he's the animal control officer in, in Stoughton. He traded a cat in exchange for oral sex with Sandra Birchmore. We know that. That's just a fact. That's what happened. That's why they did the DNA testing on the couch. That's why they did the adoption records. There, I guess, are none. Uh, we, 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 we know nothing about the adoption records. Like, nothing came out of that as Correct. far as we know. Yeah, he returned all the paperwork that he received, that's Holmes, mm-hmm. back to the animal control right, office. nothing. Yeah, so he yeah. created, so let's say, let's say during his day-to-day, he finds a stray cat, which I don't even know if they take in this a stray is cat. Heel? This is heel. Yeah. Now he, keep in mind, just before we go, this is the animal. This is an officer, an animal control officer, in Stoughton, Massachusetts, and you know, and it's unbelievable. You know, here we are again with Sandra, whether it's uh, you know the, the vine or the Farwells, and look at this point, Sandra is probably nineteen or twenty years old, probably. So I mean, we're, we're past the point. We're not talking about like we are with Farwell here. She's of legal age, but this is an officer again who's known her, you know, six or seven years. You know, taking advantage of her, knowing she's vulnerable, knowing, talking to the Farwells, knowing this is going to happen, says, you know what? Well, if she's available to do this, and Heels, by the way, married with kids at this point, I'm going to trade a cat in the office, on the couch, we think. We're assuming that, well, first of all, we know this happened because people told us. Secondly, I guess we're assuming that Heel told Italian and Holmes in this interview. I don't know how else they would come to this conclusion and start doing the investigation the day after that interview. Yeah, it appears so. Right. It, it, I, I, yeah. I feel pretty strongly that's the case, but what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say that in his line of work, if he came across a stray cat or an animal of any kind that he picked up and was going to bring it back to the shelter, that animal would have an ID attached to it. He clearly did not do that to cover his tracks to some in some way so that they couldn't pin this back that he gave it to Sandra Birchmore. Correct. So he has his second interview in his last interview, on uh, February 9th at the Abington 
town hall. He's asked about his social media accounts, which we'll get to later on. We believe, well, we'll just, we'll get to that later on. I don't want to get, because it'll get into a whole thing. But what's interesting to me in this interview is, and if, you, and if you're one of these people, I know people, I've seen people reach out to me, they say they've done this. Yeah, I believe it's page 33, Dave, of the internal investigation. Heavily redacted. You know, as, I think as redacted a page as there is on the, um, in the entire document. He was familiar with Sandra Birchmore's, uh, he was redacted. And then his blank with, uh, Sandra Birchmore's blank with Matthew Farwell, which is a short redaction. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's, it's not relationship. I don't know what that is. But you could tell from this second interview before it ends that she talked to him fairly frequently. It seems like that's a place she would go and hang out. Don't you think? Yes, definitely. He would discourage her from high expectations of where the relationship was headed. There were discussions between Heal and Sandra Birchmore that described blank, blank, blank. So then when I inquired about blank Holmes rights, which I have been told basically is that relationship, the sexual nature of that relationship again, he took a break, a meaning Heal's relationship with Sandra. He returned to the interview room and indicated he wanted to consult with legal counsel before proceeding with the remainder of the interview. There was a, a second interview that was scheduled later on that day, which they continue, right? Uh, later on in the afternoon with the lawyer. Yep. That's where they discussed social media accounts. He told us of the ones that he currently has or previously had elaborated. Long, long redaction. So uh, what's interesting about this, though, is, is Heal tells Holmes that Matthew Farwell used some kind of location sharing application so he could track the location of Sandra and was also familiar with the extensive messages that Sandra would send to Farwell. We know that Matt Farwell had a tracking device to follow Sandra around. The reason we know that is because Heal told the investigators in an interview, which is, to me, pretty interesting. I mean, that ultimately was basically the end of the interview, right? They, did, there's, they, they talked about the third interview on April 11th. He canceled the meeting on the, that morning. And then they do, they do not meet again. Correct? Correct. That is it for Heal. Yes. So a couple of things jump out. We'll get to the social media thing about Heal later on when we talk more about Heal. I find it interesting that Holmes talked to Del Papa, David Del Papa, on December 7th and told him that Heal was a material witness in the ongoing investigation. And if something was going to change, they would let him know. This is before the interview where Heal said, yes, I received a blowjob on the couch. Yes, I did this with Sandra. Yes, I traded for Kat. All this stuff. And he's a school resource officer. And we'll put pictures up on the social media account. Between December 7th and when he was put on leave, by the way, which was September 22nd, the day before the internal report comes out, he was around the schools for 10 months. He's around the middle school. He's around the high school with the dog. You'll find out why that's even more disturbing later on, I think. And they don't do anything. Holmes never tells Del Papa. Now, you could say it's an internal investigation. He's not allowed to tell. Well, in it, Holmes says if things change, he will let Del Papa know. Also, Del Papa just takes it as a material witness, never presses further. As far as we could tell this investigation, never reached out at any point during the investigation to say, hey, has anything changed? Has this witness become somebody else? Should I maybe not have him at the high school? Should I maybe not have this guy at the middle school? As we know now, a guy who is you know, receiving oral sex from a girl probably in her late teens, maybe 20, on a couch, maybe not the best place for this. Should we have that conversation? Never happens. So Heal is at that, in the Abington school system, essentially for the entire, say for two months, 21-22 school year. 
The entire year. Yes. Now, if we're having a public safety conversation, clearly that conversation should have probably happened. And maybe you can leave the door open to maybe it did happen and it's just not inside the Stoughton. Well, he stayed, but he stayed at the school. He stayed at the school. So 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 if Holmes, right, if Holmes reached out to Del Papa, Del Papa, A, either ignored it, B, didn't care, which I don't think that's, I mean, I wouldn't think that would be the case, or C, felt it wasn't important enough to do something. Now, we know this because we've talked to people on that so the 23rd, the report comes out. McNamara has the report in Stoughton, talking about the Farwells, talking about Divine, talking about Heal. We are told by several people that Del Papa was panicked at the department in Abington, wanted to know where Heal was that morning on the 22nd, brought Heal in and told him he is on leave, which he remains to to this day, correct? Correct. So that would lead me to believe that Del Papa had no idea this was going to happen, which meant he had no idea this was going on, right? Yes. I mean, he had to have known if they were doing an internal investigation that a day like this was going to happen, the 23rd. Yep. So it leads me to believe he had no idea this was going to happen. He was totally blindsided by it. Now, Yeah, that's the way we feel. Now, granted, there is an internal investigation into Joshua Heal going on right now. Well, that's after this. After this, within the... So that is something that we will learn. We will learn the actions that Chief Del Papa took after the fact. Yes, so he's placed on administrative leave that week. What's interesting is about Heal is in December. Uh, he met, it would not. So he had, he had an Instagram account set up. I think it was APB Harlow, correct? APD Harlow. AP, I'm sorry, D Harlow. APD Harlow, yep. which is the name of the dog, the comfort dog. We were told that he would not turn over the Instagram account he made for the Abington police. Now, we were told by several sources again. He was using this to communicate with teenage girls yes. on this Instagram account. Yep. He created it personally, but it has the police department's you know handle name on it. So it's a department property, they think. But he would not turn it over. Yep. So, and again, we were told, a couple of things we were told. We were told, number one, Heal uh, was pretty flagrant in telling other people in the department about Sandra and the Farwells, about his relationship sexual with Sandra, and about other like young girls in Abington, correct? Yes. So, you know, I don't know, and this was during this entire interim thing while this was going on. Also, this heel left his wife and his kids a few months after buying a new home for another woman. That happens. He met this woman, we were told, on a domestic violence call. So, you know, I'm not sure. I know that certainly violates uh, police protocol for sure. So that's where he's at right now, on leave. And just, you know, again, another situation where Sandra runs into somebody who is supposed to be an officer. Like, I understand Heal was not a police officer in Stowe, but he's an animal control officer. I mean, there's he's, some, he's the, the, there's there are, some real requirements of the animal control officer. Yeah, one is not, you're not receiving oral sex on a couch or uh, uh, trading it for an animal as an animal control officer. I'm pretty sure of that. But nobody cared about her there. They just didn't. They just treated her like a piece of meat and she just got passed on to somebody else. Now, he says that he wasn't super close to divine. Or the far walls. I mean, I, I, I guess I'll buy that. But it is wild to me. Wild to me. My biggest takeaway, uh, other than how nuts it is that this is happening on some couch at some Stoughton thing and then he moves on to somewhere else, is that for the entire school year, this guy was in Abington and we'll put up pictures. He's with teenage girls and boys and he has the dog and everyone thinks the dog is cute and he's using the dog. And we've had people tell us he, he didn't even care about the dog. That In fact, the dog had to be completely retrained after he left. So was he using this dog as some way to meet girls? Certainly possible. But for the entire school year, if I'm an Abington parent right now and I hear this or I see this, 
I am outraged beyond belief. This guy, who again, by the way, and we've talked to other people who said this, it's unusual for an animal control officer to be, you know, usually they're younger. This guy is now 40 years old. He's a school resource officer in charge of the comfort dog handling at the Abington Police Department. This guy is out there with this dog, with these kids, and we're hearing these Instagram things. He would not turn over that Instagram account. Seems crazy to me. And another person involved in this Sandra Birchmore story, another Stoughton alum involved in this. Now, Heal, I think, was supposed to remain anonymous in this internal investigation, the Holmes thing. However, we look, we, we, we have found this out if we kept digging. I like to think so. But they made a mistake in their minds. They made a mistake and they actually put Heal's name in there once. And that allowed everyone to kind of start digging in and finding out about him, which kind of, you know, changed a lot of things. I, a couple of questions I guess we would have. So one of the things we wondered was, was that an honest, honest mistake or on purpose to leave Heal's name in there? Were Stoughton trying to bury him in some way? My guess is, I don't know. We've talked to some people who say one way, you know, people in, in police say one way, and people in police, Dave, say the other way. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I believe it was an honest mistake. Yeah. Uh, just because of the fact to what you just said was that if you're going to refer to an Abington police officers with police officer with ties to Stoughton police, and he's a school resource officer, it was pretty quick that you and I knew who this was, even through news articles, before we even had a copy For sure. of the internal investigation. For sure, yes. Yeah. yeah. I also do find it interesting that he was, we talk about the Farwell relationship, he was very happy to tell Holmes and Italian and other people that police officers in Stoughton were sleeping with Birchmore. I mean, that, that, we can read between the redacted lines. Right? Clearly he was doing that, yep. which I find surprising. Given that he was doing it as well, maybe he felt, maybe in his mind, it's crazy, maybe in his mind he's thinking, well, hey, you know, if, if they're doing it, I'm doing it. Just so you know, I'm not the only one who's doing it, I guess. Yeah, it could have been a thing where he's saying, I'm being cooperative, even though he really was not cooperative during this investigation, but giving them some of this information, I'm being cooperative and I'm out of the picture. I'm in Abington now. Maybe they'll leave me alone. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so I mean, I think I, I do find it strange, I guess, also that the Mass State Police did not talk to Heal at all. And it's weird. I mean, even so, I think we, you know, we haven't been able to speak to everybody in Heal's life, but I would think that maybe if, for instance, if Heal's ex-wife was angry or wanted to talk, I would think the Mass State Police would try and reach out to them or stuff, but they didn't. Uh, and I'm not really sure why. I'm not really sure why that is. And also, by the way, in the lawsuit, we're not going to spend too much time on this, but there was a lawsuit filed by Sandra's family um, while we were on break. Is Heal part of that lawsuit? He is not. He is not part of that lawsuit. That is correct. And I'm not really sure why that is, but you know, maybe it's because she was of legal age. Maybe it's because the the uh, uh, lawyer and his team is not aware of the situation. I don't know. I feel like they know some things. They don't know others. They don't know as much as we do, I don't think, about the situation. I, so I don't really know what the deal is. But all I know is this is, along with Divine, along with William Farwell, along with Matt Farwell, we haven't really gotten into Billy Farwell that much yet. This is another story of another predator who took advantage of Sandra. Now, he took advantage of Sandra when, you know, she was of a legal, consensual age. I'll, I will definitely grant you that. If you want to say that's different than what Matt Farwell did, fine. Or what Divine may or may not have done with other people, fine. But this, again, is another example of first Stoughton, well, actually, Wallet Stoughton, using Sandra Birchmore. And again, just trading, you know, being like, yeah, here's a cat. Give me oral sex. It's just 
mind-boggling. And again, this person goes to Abington. Nobody knows anything, and he goes there for the school, and he's hanging out and taking pictures. We'll see, again, you'll see it in the social media accounts. Taking pictures and smiling and laughing, and everyone's petting the dog, and he thinks he's a great guy. And this is all going on. And again, I'll just say he was very, very liberal in telling uh, people in Abington about stuff like that with Sandra and other people. And about looking at, uh, we're, we're also told looking at things on computers at work. Yep. In pornographic nature. So I don't know. And I don't know what Del Papa's reaction will be to this or Holmes's reaction will be to this or, or if there'll be any outrage in Abington. But again, I, you know, as a parent of a teenage daughter or the parent of kids, I know if I found out that there was an office like this in Lexington and he had this passed and somebody knew about this and didn't tell somebody else or somebody else should have asked uh, somebody, meaning the Papa the Holmes, and this guy was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do for a whole year, I'd be outraged because it is absolute madness. Yeah, and a lot of this was during a time when parents were very concerned about what was going... I mean, parents are always concerned about what's going on in schools, but this was after... Uh, he's in the schools after the Uvalde shooting. And things like that. So this was at the forefront of a national conversation right. of right. how do we protect kids and things like that. And here's this guy with a cute puppy, basically, walking around the school who has a history of potentially abusing his power to some extent. Well, there's a resolution of this Instagram account. He deleted it. He deleted the account, correct? Yes. First it was locked, and then it was just completely deleted. Correct. Right. And so there's a new officer in there, and so she has Harlow the dog, and they are there. And, and it seems like... There's a story that we read yesterday where it's almost like they're erasing heel from history. We'll link to it, I guess, at some point, which I understand, I suppose. But, um, but yes, yeah, so there's a new officer. We were told, again, we told some strange things. We were told that by multiple people that heel didn't really like dogs. And, again, that when heel left, the dog had to be completely retrained, which seems nuts to me. And, by the way, the heel... In, the, in a weird way, Dave, like not dissimilar to all these Explorer programs and even Divine, Heal like, pushed for this in Abington. Mm -hmm. This is what he wanted. Like he pushed to raise the money. You, you heard the beginning in the audio. Um, well, I don't know how long the audio will be at the beginning because they start talking about, if we don't get that far, they start talking about people who basically sponsored this dog, right? And pay for, like local businesses. And this was a Heal operation. He wanted to, correct? Yes. He wanted to raise money. He wanted to bring this in. He wanted this in the department. So again, like Divine, like the Explorers, you have to wonder why. So, you know, when, I'll be curious to see if he'll, A, lose his job, if there'll be any ramifications uh, from Abington parents, from Stoughton parents. And once again, Sandra left completely in the hands of some person who's just a complete predator. I don't care if she's 42, 22, it doesn't, under, it, like, it doesn't matter what he's doing is using some power to get favors sexually from Sandra Birchmore, which is a theme throughout the podcast and will continue to be a theme throughout this podcast series. Anything else in the heel situation, Dave, that jumps out to you? Well, I just think we need to learn more about the negligence from the Abington police side of things because even just allowing him... We reached to, out, I'm sorry, Dave, by the way, we reached out to Holmes and Del Papa and not heard any response yet, correct? Correct. Go ahead. Even just allowing him to create an Instagram account that mimics a police department account, right? It looks exactly like it is owned and operated by the Abington Police Department. He created it from a personal email, which by the way, now all of a sudden exempts anything from public records requests and things like that. So this absolutely should have been overseen by somebody within the department and they could have had control and caught some of this action. Or even better, the action wouldn't have taken place 
because he would never have had the confidence to pull it off if he didn't create it personally. I do find it, and I don't know enough. I asked around. I just it it seems. I mean, basically, it was Holmes years later. I guess the answer is obviously yes. Looking for semen on the couch. Yep, that feels like a. I guess maybe a lot, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, when we know. first saw that in the in the report, I had no idea. So yeah, that's what I, I, we did. Like a f- quick first draft of this episode, we we got rid of it after two minutes because I was just rambling. But when I first read this report, like it was really strange to me. As I said, that they were looking at cat adoption records, and then they were doing forensic because we didn't know heel was. We had no idea what was going with heel, and then they were doing a forensic analysis of a couch. In like we didn't know where it was. Everything was redacted. It made no sense. Now it makes sense. So Holmes thought. After Heal told them about this, that he was going to look on the couch and find semen there? Apparently so. Yeah. So I guess my question is this. If Holmes tells Del Papa originally, hey, look, nope, as of right now, this is before they talk to Heal, before they know this stuff. As of right now, nope, like I would not put him on leave. If things change, I'll let you know. Things did change, wouldn't you say? I would say so. I mean, he's doing for, like, I don't know. If, if if I'm a chief of police of Abington, and by the way, I don't know if I said this or not, keep in mind that when when Holmes calls Del Papa in early December, Del Papa is six weeks into his tenure as chief of police. Yes. So he's kind of new to the job. But so anyway, he doesn't, maybe he doesn't know quite what's going on with Heal. We'll, t- we'll talk about that a little bit more in one moment. But if I'm Heal, uh, rather Holmes, and I find out that, hey, we're, we're doing forensic analysis of a couch because we found out this guy received oral sex in exchange for a cat. And now, by the way, he's the uh, animal comfort officer in Abington. That feels relevant to me to make a phone call. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but if it didn't happen, you know, we talked about this yesterday, and I think you disagree with me then, but I, I, I think that's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's not that I disagree with you. I think basic human impulse is to alert someone of a potential predator going inside of schools. I think that's normal. In this report, there's a lot of things that as thorough as Stoughton Police kind of appears to be with the internal investigation. I also I also advise him that if during the course of the investigation, heel were to turn, heel is redacted, it's heel. Heel were to turn from a witness to a subject for any reason, I would inform him as to change the scope. So he would inform him. That's what page 21. That's what he says. Yep. That is, that's, this is the definition of that. Yeah. Well, we know, we know that he was, I mean, he's, he's part of the, part of the Mac, like no question about it. Yeah. So did Holmes at any point inform Del Papa? If he did and Del Papa did nothing, well, I think it's on Del Papa. If he didn't, then I think it's on Holmes. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, think that's, I, I think that's I, fair I, to that say. That seems pretty clear cut to me. And, but I would say if I'm going to make a, a, a judgment on this, like I said earlier, Given the level of panic from Del Papa on the on the around the twenty second, right or the day before the McNamara held their press conference to announce all this stuff, which includes Heal, by the way, in that press conference, which right. means that he is a subject by Holmes's definition here, correct? Right. That he didn't know at all. Yeah. That doesn't mean. By the way, that doesn't mean that that's what happened. But that's just what it looks like right here. I mean, if you read this report and you look at it, if. Heel is still in Stoughton and all these things happen. Oh, he's... He's right there on par with the Farwells and Divine, and he is out. He's gone. Well, yeah, I mean, question. I wouldn't put him at the level of... No, I mean, in, in terms of this Correct. investigation... Yeah, he's, we, we think right now, on Friday or whatever, uh, the 13th or 14th, Friday the 13th, that 
he doesn't get a paycheck. Whatever, every other Friday or next, like he's getting paid by, people in Abington are paying him right now. He's getting paid to be an officer as we speak in Abington, which seems insane. But we learned all of this information from a report that is really only telling us whether or not people within that department should be police officers or not. Correct. That investigation is not about anything criminal. It's not anything. Well, but, but, this, but, this, but, that, but that's a definition of that. Yeah. Do you think a guy who worked as an animal control officer receiving oral sex in that office on a couch in exchange for a cat should, should be, be a... Decertified? Yes, I do. Or and should be an officer in charge of a comfort dog at a high school? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is nuts. I, yeah. if, if I'm an abducted parent, I am, I'm standing in front of the... Give me some answers here. But all Holmes I'm or do, Del Papa, give me an answer. And by the way... Oh, go ahead. Go all ahead. I'm trying to do is point out the devil's advocate is that he is no longer in Stoughton. So he's kind of saying, yes, he says, I'll alert you if he know, becomes Dave, a subject. Again, yeah. but, they, but he became a subject. Yeah. yeah. He became a subject. Two weeks later, he's looking for DNA on the couch... And he's getting adoption records from the... Pl- I mean, no brainer. I certainly feel personally that Del Papa should have been told by Holmes, and I'm hoping he was. I, I am hoping that happened. I don't know why that wouldn't be inside of this report, and certainly there's there's no excusing it. He should not have been in schools the moment there was a sniff of this type of activity. Do we have any idea? We've tried to look into this, so I'm asking you, an, I guess, an answer. I, I already know. I hate doing that, but... Do we know more about the sharing application that Matt had with Sandra? We do not. Right. We're still digging. We're hoping to find out. We've cultivated some relationships that might help us find out, correct? Correct. Do you, did your gut tell you that's a basic, some basic app that, that like people in relationships have? Or do you think Matt used it for Sandra? Sandra didn't have it for Matt, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. hoping it's a little bit deeper than the Find My Friends app with right, your which iPhone it might be. or something like that. You know, yeah. he obviously knows what he's doing. There could be, I would assume it's a separate app just based on the wording of this report. That's right. my gut. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else about Heal that jumps out to you? Any other questions? Any other thoughts? Reading it, talking to people that we've talked to. We've talked to a lot of people, in, you know, in the Abington world. Yep. People who knew Heal. Yep. It seems like he's a strange guy. Seems like he's a quiet guy. Got in the police, as I said, late later in life. Seemed pretty content. I would say talking to several people, his reaction when he found out about Sandra's death seemed unusual for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it, but trust me, I'm not saying it, nothing, nothing to do with it. I'm just saying it seemed like he was not a particularly emotional person, but when she passed away, he seemed, according to one person we talked to, very emotional, yep. if you recall. So, you know, and I thought that was a, a takeaway of it was that he was just somebody else who talked to Sandra all the time. Just some, you know, she talked to everyone, and I wouldn't be surprised if she was in there just hanging out, you know, a lot in that office while he was there. No, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So he was there. Yeah. So in the, what, the five years he was there? Yep. Um, yeah. So there you go. So that's, again, a story. Joshua Heal, who is, we believe, currently still on the payroll for the Abington Police Department on leave, getting paid. And that is his story and Sandra's story and another predator as well in Sandra's life. And it sort of is never-ending. And we'll talk about more here going forward. We have other news that we're going to break in episodes going forward that we've learned during this break uh, that we'll get into as well. Anything else on your end, Dave, for anything else you want to talk about with this or anything else case-related? No, I just think kind of plays into the psyche of who this guy was and just the mere fact of he left his family, his wife and kids, while all this is going on. So there is literally like zero concern in the head of his. Well, it seems like at first he, from the people have told us this, that he was telling people, that he was just being interviewed because he worked in Stoughton. Yep. 
that he didn't have anything to do with it, that he was being interviewed. Oh, because I kind of knew the firewalls. I was in Stoughton. They're talking to everyone in Stoughton. You know, we were told people, we, to, we were told by people who know the family that that's what he was saying, that he wasn't exactly telling the truth. And then later on, once it happened, you know, around September 23rd, he was, by that point, by the way, he was already gone. You're right. He left and left the family and is in with this person who was a woman we met on, I believe, several calls, we were told, and is now with that person. This is a person who just didn't hide his activities because everything we're telling you today, every individual thing that we're, you know, kind of breaking and saying was redacted and now we're reporting it, that was from multiple sources. Oh, So this was not hidden information by any means. We talked to three, four, five people attached to every single one of these claims that happened. Yes. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. And again, we, you know, he would tell people pretty consistently about, you know, talk about high school girls and talk about, you know, Sandra and talk about the Farwells. This was not something that he kept hidden. And I do wonder psychologically if it's because for several reasons, but did he feel like because he was older, he had to act like he was one of the, I I have no idea, but his bizarre behavior. And I mean, this is one of the last people on earth you would want A as an officer and B as a school, is an officer in the school and a school resource officer. I mean, the last person you would want. So we'll see how Del Papa reacts, Holmes reacts, Stoughton and Abington. We'll talk about that more in the next episode of the case, along with some other news that we have going forward, some interesting stuff within the investigation. So this is the case. This was season two, episode five. You can find the case, as we say, on all social media platforms. We're now on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on TikTok. I have no idea, Dave, what TikTok is. You're handling the TikTok account. <laughs> I am. You're chasing these views like crazy on TikTok. I promise, case listeners, you will not see me dressed up as like, you know, whatever, some horse or something, lip syncing some Michael Jackson Jackson song to pick up. Although, I don't know, to pick up more. Fo- if we can get the story going, we'll get the story going. Oh, for coverage. We'll do whatever Absolutely. it takes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, I think at the beginning of this one, I it was the failed first attempt or not, but you know, like the Anna Walsh story that's going on in Massachusetts right now is a huge story. And we jumped in for a day or two and we've, we have some sources and we've talked to some people and we're going to, you know, we'll continue to try and get information on that and put it on the case accounts as well. Maybe we didn't do a great job uh, for people who follow us on these social media platforms. I could see how we dropped some of that stuff and it felt inorganic or inelegant, but that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to become kind of a landing place. We'll have a, de- a dedicated season, but then we have a bunch of other stuff going on too. There are other stories I find interesting that maybe we'll just do 30 minutes on one day and just drop it and hopefully get some attention. That's really what we want, some attention, because, you know, God knows we're not doing this for the advertising for the season of the case. So, you know, if it means we can get more attention, fantastic. And I think we've been able to do that. And it does feel like with this one, we've built a lot of momentum here over the last few weeks. The break came, and so we'll see how this episode lands. But yeah, so what, the Case Podcast, is that right? The Case Podcast on all platforms. On all platforms. And we'll be back next week with a a new episode of The Case. It'll be episode six, is that right? That is correct. Episode six will be next week. We will see you then.